Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Indeed. It's the Independent Wrestling Podcast. I'm Mike here again, as always, to talk some independent wrestling like we do here every Wednesday because it's Wednesday. And I'm always, and as always, I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Righteous Reg. How are you doing, man? In the building, it's your boy, Media Man, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. Here today, talking some independent wrestling. Very excited, Mike. We got a very special guest. We are talking some some of the best independent wrestling in Canada and around the world. So I'm very excited about our uh, show today. Absolutely. Uh, I've got a bit of a long-winded introduction here. So uh, our, guest could, our guest is just going to have to sit there and, uh, you know, just Sounds good. keep smiling for a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, way back when this show very first started, very first episode of Indeed, it was just me sitting here alone in front of a camera reviewing independent shows that I mm-hmm. watched. And the very first promotion I talked about was the promotion that we're going to be discussing today. And, uh, you know, that was all the way back on Bodyslam.net. And uh, funny enough, our last episode ever on Bodyslam.net was when we first interviewed our guest today. Yes. And... Uh, it should be no surprise that for the first time ever, this is our first returning guest today. Oh. <laughs> um, <Thank> you. <laughs> so, you know, I could tell you all about C4 Wrestling myself. I won't do it justice. I could get Mark to tell you about it, but he's like pretty biased. So instead, we got some reviews. Let's read the reviews. Yeah. It's uh, pretty much everyone has said it's the PWG of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an indie rock show frat party, says Scrapper James Stone. It's long been Canada's best opportunity to challenge the top prospects of American indies, says Von Vertigo. C4 is one of the premier destinations for any indie wrestler. The crowd, the venue, the talent, C4 has set themselves apart from most and can be considered one of the best promotions in North America. That's from the hot stepper, McCray Martin. Mm-hmm. C4 Wrestling for me is home. It's the promotion that everyone is talking about in Canada, and in a few years it'll be the top independent professional wrestling promotion in all of North America. That's future C4 wrestling champion, Junior Benito. Mm -hmm. C4 gives me a lot of cool opportunities, and I'm forever and eternally grateful and hope to be able to repay them somehow, someday in the future. Absolutely my favorite promotion to work for. Mark and Steven are absolute professionals, and I wish all promoters are like them. Young Jay Lee. Yes. C4 is a community full of good people that take care of each other. There's something for everybody, even those who don't normally watch wrestling, and it's a safe place to have fun and be entertained. It's not just a wrestling show, it's a party, and everyone, all caps, is welcome. And that's from our wonderful friend, Val, who bakes the best fucking cookies ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got Mark from C4 Wrestling here with us. We're here to talk about C4 Wrestling. I was just there last week for their season premiere, sure. Locking the Edge, in the building, finally. Bucket yes. list checked off, first of many times, we're going back. But in 2024, because I used the last of my vacation, <laughs> you get Mark. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm mostly recovered from the weekend, but I'm good. I'm yes. doing all right. Yeah. Yes. You. Uh, yeah. You. You had a busy day on Friday. Uh, you were. You were. I, every time I saw you, you were in a different spot in the building, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> um, but yeah, like let's talk right off the bat. Walking the Edge. It premiered last night on IWTV at 8 p.m. Yeah. Uh, it went down on Friday at the Preston Event Center. Just experience, atmosphere, vibe, everything like uh, all that stuff that looks like it's really cool and feels really cool when you're watching C4 on IWTV. I can validate that it is in fact real. Yes, that was an awesome show. How, uh, how you know your, your your thoughts first of all? It was pretty very well received. So uh, how, how did you uh, you know what did you think about it? Oh, that's <laughs> the hardest question to answer is for <laughs> yeah. an artist to reflect on their own work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but all, all I can see are the, the things that could have been better. <laughs> right. That sounds ridiculous for me to, me to say that after after such a glowing, glowing uh, introduction, um, Mike. But uh, yeah, I think, like all in all, I think it went... It went very pretty very well um there were a few things i know about that didn't go so well i mean my and my day started off that day at like six checking my phone and josh alexander let me know his flight was canceled so that's how the oh. day started and that was at 6 a.m and then i had to get my kids breakfast and out the door <laughs> so like that was i was like okay i will deal with this thankfully josh 
was within a within a driving range. Um, and by that I mean ten hours away, but he he did it. Oh, uh, which thank you, Josh, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was a singles heavy card. Something I don't traditionally do. I always have like three or four singles, but like my own booking and how I'm structuring a show, I really hate having the same match type back to back. That mm-hmm. so what I mean is like I don't like having like on Friday I think there were like three singles, a four way of singles, 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 six man singles, and it was just people were receptive to it, and I'm sure watching watching it it's on IWTV it's it it goes down smoothly uh, I just know I was nervous about the reception but thankfully those singles were mostly pretty loaded singles that I was presenting um and uh yeah everything clicked really well uh crowd wasn't as as and I know again I'm sorry <laughs> to be honest, but, uh, September is it's it's now post pandemic coming out of covid 3 like last year and this year the september shows have been our smallest crowds um so i'm hoping people come back next month <laughs> but, but yeah, it was probably like the last gasp of summer up here um before the the, the a, a nice fall followed by a long cold winter so I, I understand if people had other obligations um but yeah i was creatively i'm mostly satisfied with the show Mark, uh, yeah, uh, before we really get into it, I have some post-show booking things. How is it kind of post-show after, you know, you had this big show, you guys have premiered on IWTV. Are you right back into it? Do you take a break or do you just, I like, mean, keep going? I I like having the shows on Friday. Yeah. Because, that like, I've got a family and there I do Friday sleeping a bit Saturday as much as my wife will allow it. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's distance. I'm still like monitoring Twitter and monitoring people talking and checking out, seeing what people are responding to the show. Um, but it's really Monday when I finally sit down and really dive into the next show. Like I'll have yeah. my like ideas, but actually start putting solidifying a card uh, this week is what I've been mainly focusing for October. Um, so there's, always a lot of moving parts um but for me it's i get through the show at this stage 10 years ago i couldn't get through a show and breathe but at this stage <laughs> i can get through a show and, and breathe as much as a as a, a four and seven year old will allow for a weekend <laughs> and then um and then get back into it the, the following week gotcha fantastic uh yeah, so going back to you know the card, you said you you did say you know sing, it was a singles heavy card, but those were some loaded single matches. Yes, and yeah. in terms of like, in terms of cards, like roster wise, probably one of the craziest cards that I've seen in a very you know the, it, it it it's like it you know it was WrestleMania in Canada or something this week. This is a wild. It was a very very stacked card, but uh, so, you know something that sticks out from the show, obviously like. Being both being there and having watched it again last night on the stream, is every match had like something memorable to it that you know kind of set it apart from all the other matches on the card. It was a very you know it was still you know diversely uh, structured in in matchups and uh, you know you know competition a- across the ring from each other. Um, have to talk obviously about Junior Benito versus Titus Alexander. Titus, oh, smokes. Look, uh, it's your love that got me to book Titus. Yeah, you guys like Reg for a long time. You've been praising Titus and West Coast, mm-hmm. and and I tried to get him up here. You're going finally it lined up, and I was able to get him up here. And he's really, really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. And I was also like the parallels I see between Junior and Titus mm-hmm. are, are like. I, I see a lot of parallels between them, let's say. And I was happy to to be able to have that match, hopefully the for the first of many times those two will cross paths. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. it's funny, like I'm pretty sure in West Coast and here, 
Junior and Titus both did the same program with Davey Richards, even so much so that once they beat Davey Richards in the blow off, Davey cut almost the exact same promo post match, putting them, <laughs> and it was like a couple weeks apart. But anyways, but... that sounds about right. Sounds like Davey Richards. Uh, yeah, it was great, <laughs> great to uh to see Titus go out there and get that reception. As everyone knows, as you said, Mark, I've been praising. My, uh, Titus for a long, long time. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty immediately seeing him at West Coast Pro, I knew what the potential he has. I, I always compare him. I say 2002 AJ Styles is Titus Alexander right now. Sure. When you see him, the way he works, the way he bumps, like the way he sells, everything about him is like gives me those young AJ Styles vibes. So it's like when this guy really like, and he's not in his prime at all yet. When he gets no. to his prime, He's going to be amazing. And I've been hearing so much about Junior. Of course, I make the, the list. Black Wrestling's 500. Yes. Junior's been a part of it many times, and he will be a part of it again. And I've just been hearing exactly like you said. Everything I've heard about Titus, I've heard the same thing about uh, Junior. And when I see him work, I get the same energy. So it's like you putting together that match was like, yeah, of course, that's a perfect matchup. Yeah, I, like I said, I was excited to be able to be the first booker to put that together and i'm sure yeah. i won't be the last hopefully no. i won't be the last and hopefully it's something that 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 will that'll be a rivalry that will go on for another decade like because those two i don't want to say mirror images of each other but they have so many similarities and just their rise has been has mirrored each other mm-hmm. i i i referred to it like while i was watching it uh because i was not, i gotta shout out my seat neighbors real quick because uh <laughs> there's a couple sitting next to me that were just the most fun to random strangers to get beside me, but uh, they didn't know who Titus was, and it was great because I was like, "Aha! Awesome. I sure <laughs> fucking do." <laughs> Let me tell you all about this guy. But like describing it, you, you know, you mentioned the parallels, and I did kind, you know, like I told him, I was like, "It's basically a mirror match, yeah, in a way." But uh, it's a mirror match in you know from them both in a uh, they're they're actually the same age. Um, yep. Uh, you know, talent-wise, experience-wise, uh, style in the ring, uh, you know, very similar in a lot of ways. Um, but then even the mirror kind of goes beyond the ring. And because when you do really take a look at C4 and West Coast Pro, they are in many ways kind of like two sides of the same coin in the way, yeah. you know, in, in the way that you feature your local talent and your right. you know your your stars of your area not continually bashing heads against each other all the time mm-hmm. but facing top competition internationally and from you know all over the globe to really showcase them and elevate them to like that level where they can be viewed on the same you know on the same plane as mm-hmm. the speedball bike bailey's the kenosuke mm-hmm. takeshita's of the world you know like mm-hmm. it, like those names um so i know you know you're mentioning the parallels have did have you ever kind of noticed that between like the promotions as well it's not something i've thought stopped to think about but yeah i think uh the 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 same booking philosophy i think is there and i think it's the idea of like i know west coast it has that big uh starboy charlie tice match coming up right yeah and that's like two of their guys who they Mm -hmm. have built up and are now in a position to have this big match um, and I, I, like, I know, like something specifically about this show was, yeah, I had those singles and most of those singles were either a younger guy or a local guy facing off with a much, a much bigger or more experienced, uh, international star. And that's the way everyone gets better, right? Uh, the only way people get better. And that's what I've always tried to do with C4 is, is, is have a place where people walk away better than they than they they came into it mm-hmm. um because i don't know what the point is otherwise uh and yeah i think i think west coast i mean they have access to a lot of other people who would be amazing to get up here but yeah. um i think we're doing okay <laughs> totally. in that regard we're trying absolutely, absolutely. yeah more than okay <laughs> but, but plenty more than okay uh you know i you know speaking of names that wow um like two feet away from me on friday night stood francesco akira one of the best junior heavyweights in really the entire good. world really really good mm-hmm. and 
Can't say can't say enough good things about watching the scrapper James Stone just <laughs> beat the tar out of him all over that ring. Uh and uh man, James Stone. Yeah, what he's a- He's a 20 plus year vet of of Quebec and like mostly it was he was Montreal for most of his career and now he's in this region. But yeah, he's 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 very talented. He's a very I don't want to say the term solid hand, but he's he's a worker who can work with just about anybody. And I mean, he's not old by any means and still has a lot to offer. And he's been really, really pushing himself, especially last year, to try and get out there and, and get out of the local scene slash Quebec, Ontario scene, and I, I think he's headed to Europe for the first time to do a couple weeks there at the end of oh, October. Sweet. So yeah. I, I'm hopeful. Like Vertigo's got a whole crew of people going with him this time. This, yeah. this time, no juniors headed over there. Uh, Fuerza's is going. Alexi is going. James Stone is going. I think McRae's going as well. Yeah, McRae's going. That's why he's missing that show. But so, so they're all they're all going there, and it's it's great to see all ages and experience levels jumping on an opportunity like that to better themselves and, and push themselves. Absolutely. I was trying to get some Canadians for, uh, for Indeed in October. And uh, I got a lot of, can we do November or December? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause uh, yeah, a whole, a whole crew going over to England. Uh, That's great. Good yeah. for all of them. Uh, also, you know, again, if you want to go back to talking about parallels, uh, you know, West coast and C4, uh, James Stone versus Vinny Massaro. I will, that that that's my next so I, one. I didn't <laughs> want to make that comparison. I didn't want to say that, but I mean that's a comparison. I I, I see both of them. They're, I, they're both vets. Uh, mm-hmm. Vinny, I think a little bit longer, um, and has had more more exposure. But I can see them both both two nice Italian fellows in the locker room who want to guide guide the next generation with their curmudgeonly ways. Yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> through sheer violence yeah yeah also awesome. yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely that'd be a fun tag team actually too <laughs> oh man Sorry, if only I'm... north america wasn't so big and flights weren't so expensive there'd be yeah. a whole lot more people. yeah, yeah. Right. and you know like and, and you know like one country that has a lot of the markets also is just like no that whole other country above us you can't really come down here and do your thing yeah pretty much like, yeah <laughs> So it automatically becomes okay. Well, I guess you all have to come up here. Yeah, you know. So well, lucky, lucky for American independent wrestlers because the Canadian independent wrestlers are really good and they would take all their spots. <laughs> yeah, and, yes. and selfishly, it gives me more time with Canadians who I build up. Yeah. Um, I, like I, I mean, I wish it didn't. I wish they could flourish as quickly, but it does let me put a bit more stock into people who I know won't be disappearing so quickly um but i mean that can always change on on a dime right like Mm -hmm. someone can get signed uh visas can come through i mean i know there are people who are actively pursuing them and i really hope they do i just hope they keep some fridays open for me (laughs) well you know but i in turn i think you could also say that that investment that you're putting into these people it, it you know it does build a healthy relationship and you know loyalty in the sense of like you look at guys like josh alexander speedball mike bailey mm-hmm. Baluno, Stu grayson you know they're you know some of them aren't there every show but you mm-hmm. know they still uno come back and, uno and Stu, like i can yeah. almost i can almost count on if there's a c4 show i'm gonna see one or both of them yeah and you know i i i I don't imagine that changing with, uh, you know, this younger generation that's coming through either. Yeah. Like I, I think I've been fortunate to, um, have a relationship with good people who've turned out to be very good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I, I think I've had, I've had a good eye for over the last 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can, I can, well, I mean, I mean, we can have good relationships with with the good ones, I guess, is what I'd say, and not and filter out the ones who, because the ones who 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 are assholes who just aren't a good addition to the locker room wouldn't aren't going to last many shows, right? Like they're yeah. not. They're, there's no reason to have them around. Um, 
And yeah, those relationships, that's why I said like when Josh's flight was canceled on Friday, he he wouldn't do it for most people, I think, at this stage. I know he's always prided himself on making dates, and I know he drove down to Atlanta or something in the last few months. But I think he told he told me he's like me and the wife had discussed that I wouldn't be doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be doing these giant drives. And then I had to tell her the flight was canceled. So <laughs> but and but he was he was willing to make that exception for me and do that trip. Um and that, that means a lot that, that those relationships are still, they, they mean something um, like speedball. I thought speedball was going to have a whole weekend up here, but no, he came up Friday and then went down for LVAC on, on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, which was, was awesome. He, I know he's very busy and it was, it was nice of him to, to, to fit me in. Um, and then also someone like Alan Angels, who I hadn't worked with before, but tried to work with about a year ago, and that didn't work out because he got signed to Impact. Um, that kind of just came together. I, I spoke about this last week. It came together the week, or like six or seven or eight days before the show. Yeah. It, it came together that Angels could do the show. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I was really pleased to have him up here. Yeah, I remember you uh, when I was making the uh, that old like the poster for the card, and you yes. sent you'd sent yeah. me the card, and you're like, oh, and uh, I saw I saw the Angels and Uno match. I was like, oh shit, and you're like, yeah, that one came together yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, yeah, keep, you know, keeps getting better and better. But uh, you know, you talked about uh, you, you you mentioned it there, and it's something I actually kind of wanted to bring up, uh, having felt it myself now. Um, but you mentioned you know good people. Um, and having, you know, being around good people and, you know, you know, again, coming back to my experience at C4 from like the venue staff, the ring crew, uh, you know, shout out to, uh, Hattie and Alex from the key, the Maddie P, uh, the refs, the sound guy, like the voice, mm-hmm. Dr. Bob, Adam B, all the wrestlers, all the fans, it was like one big, like upbeat community. And it felt like almost like a very large family reunion that happens every month <laughs> yeah. in a way um you know I, I, another I, west coast pro parallel because this sounds exactly uh, like me going to west coast pro like awesome. my, my seat neighbors were total strangers they're apparently regulars there they found out it was my first time but like that you know i was like i've been watching forever but i just finally got to be here and like you know they were they were in like just everyone um and the voice, you know, he get, he he get, you know he gives the same he gives the same talk and speech uh, before every show. But you know, no racism, no sexism, homophobia, transphobia, or hate in any kind of way is tolerated at C four. And it should be an obvious thing that, like, just you know, mm-hmm. we as people are just like, yeah, that's not, you know, that makes sense. But to hear it out loud, um, you know, it kind of like it reminds me that yeah, this is a good, I'm in a good place. This is a safe place with you know mm-hmm. the kind of people I want to be surrounded by. Um, so, you know, in building a great wrestling promotion, did you also have uh, you know, was building such a great community an intention there? Or is this kind of just a byproduct of because you've put some things together so well, and you know, it it, it just this environment gets to flourish because of it. Like I know for backstage, uh, it was always like a no assholes thing. Mm -hmm. And for backstage for years, I'd be like, um, the locker room is like in the John Wick movies, the continental. I don't care what your beef is on uh, outside of this locker room, but here it's all you guys, everyone get along. I don't want any, any bullshit. Mm -hmm. And just having, a bullshit shit free locker room was a very important thing. And I just didn't want to surround myself with assholes. I think uh, the community with fans, I think most of us backstage being good people that kind of would, would shine off to the other people. But I think um, for me, it more overtly became something that I wanted to, and using words like community uh, project more. So it was coming out of the pandemic. And coming out of where I live is Ottawa and something like the trucker convoy happening here, which brought a whole lot of like racist and and hateful feelings into the city and brought a lot of anger um, that really, that really, it hurt a lot of people who live in our community. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there's, there's an anti-trans march going on right now, downtown 
from the from the from the the fumes of that the, the mm. political discourse that that came out during the pandemic and i thought what's the use of what's the use of of uh, of taking a pause during the pandemic and and going through speaking out and going through the George Floyd stuff and going through all this stuff if you're not going to actually try and try and and better the community that you're trying to build and C4 might be a small part of it but it's somewhere something that I would like to be a, a place full of good people in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, I think, yeah, like I said, like going through that month of the convoy in Ottawa, there were a lot of, you didn't really see what was going on to the people in the city who were going through a lot of that. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people who, who agreed with some of the ideas why people were here protesting and whatnot, but it was really, it really, uh, hurt a lot of people in the city. And I, I became very politically active using the C4 Twitter throughout that much that, that month that that happened. And like, I know I rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, mm-hmm. but I remember when we finally came back in, in fall 2021, uh, with the fighting back 10 with Bailey and Garcia, uh, the day before the show, I posted. I'm like, look, if you've been someone who's been outed as a sex pest, or if you've been if you've been somebody who's who's just spent the pandemic spouting a racist or anti science or anti or homophobic or just sp- spreading that shit into the world for the last year and a half, don't come. Mm-hmm. You're not wanted here. Yep. Um. And. Yeah, I think also my ideas of communities, like as a teenager, I was really into the punk scene locally. And and I think to me, the punk scene was like something of a community and something about not judging people and something about looking out for one another. And I think that that was something early on when I when I started C4, I wanted to, to maybe draw parallels to that. So yeah, the, the community aspect, it does mean something to me. And uh everyone's there to have a good time and everyone's there. Just be cool with each other. And if you're not, if you, if you come in not being that way, you're not welcome. And I, I think also it took me years to be able to say like, no, I don't want a, a people in the crowd who are, are yelling racist shit or misogynistic right. shit. That's not I, like years ago. I've been like, I don't want to lose the fan. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no, fuck off. I'll gain five more people who do feel welcome instead yeah. of the one asshole who, who, who shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. So even as a pure business level, it, like, separating my personal feelings, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to welcome, welcome negativity into the room. So, and division. So yeah. Um, I don't know so if I went off on that, but that's something yeah, that's that I good. kind of strongly about. And yeah. it's, 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 again, if C4 is my contribution to society, I'd like it to be a good one. Mm. Even Thank if you. there are a bunch of, if there are just a bunch of drunk idiots having a good time, right? It's not a bunch of drunk, hateful idiots. Yeah. Thank you for creating that space because a lot of promoters feel like, um, the opposite of that, they're like, yeah, just like you were saying, uh, it's a paying fan. Like, as long as they're here to pay, like, that's all I yeah. care about. And I don't care about the well-being of the other fans or the wrestlers. I just care about this dollar, which is crazy. And <laughs> we need to get past that. But there are a lot of places like C4 and uh, other wrestling companies around the country and the world that are creating safe spaces. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Mark, real quick, I want to get into, I had a conversation recently about dream matches. And if they still exist, question mark. And as someone who books matches that people go very crazy for, um, I'd like to get your thoughts on, do one, do you think that they still exist? And two, booking-wise, do you book Do you book a match and say, like, this is a dream match that everybody's going to want, or this is this, or is it just like, I think this is going to be a great match that's going to further along the stories going along in C4? I think there's both um, for me. Like, I mean, I'm sure, like, yeah, I think, I think the concept of dream matches still exist. Um, yeah. 
And there's things you don't even think about. Like I randomly saw someone, <laughs> this is a, like at their ages, like, but this is, this is, was in regards to seeing like Rob Van Dam announced for collision coming up this week. Someone's like Kenny Omega versus Rob Van Dam would be cool. Yeah. Like, fuck, you, that would be pretty awesome. That is a dream yeah. match. Yeah, like, you're right. And it's yeah. never something that like crossed my mind. And I think mm. we're just so spoiled. We are. With great wrestling that it's right. like, you don't stop. And at the level of people I'm using, I can't really use the term dream match because people haven't like there are people like 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 Bailey who I'm sure I'd put on I could put dream matches together yeah. with but then I like to me like Titus first juniors it was a dream match that I was racing to get towards for me personally because I mm-hmm. I wanted to be the first one to present that and I knew it was going to be really good and it was really good yeah um but in like the larger scope of things I I I don't think most people would agree it's a dream match, <laughs> but it's they just don't know yet. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> they just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I'm putting a card together, I think it's a bit of both. It's it's personal taste, but also it's it's knowing that I just I think like styles make fights, and I think like yeah. lots of different uh, there's things that wouldn't won't immediately jump out to you that that you would but there's aspects of certain things that, that make me interested in doing certain matches and um yeah it's a, it's a hard question to answer um but for me it's like i can't really explain booking for me but it, it like well, obviously it's like a formula in my head when i'm working on a card mm-hmm. and it's and and what what works, what I don't think would work. Um, it does a lot of its personal taste, I'm sure, but fortunately my personal taste has, has been pretty good mm-hmm. in terms of what people, other people seem to enjoy and other people's tastes. Um, but yeah, I think, I think at all levels, dream matches still exist. And sometimes, yeah, you just don't realize the dream match until it's over until it's right in front of you. Right. Yeah. That Titus and junior one is like, that's yeah. <laughs> Again, like that's something where, you know, people, people who know who they both are, understand that that is a I dream know. match. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's going to be one of those things where I'm sure a few years from now, people are going to be like, "Man, I'd love to see those guys lock up." And like, well, I mean, like I was, well, actually, not to, not to take too much, but like I remember, I was, I, I think, no, actually, I was the second person to put Garcia and Bailey together, but that was something I really wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, and put them in a main event spot, and then, and like other people have done the same thing recently yeah <laughs> um uh maybe they're just the c4 of california and then um like biff Busick versus bailey was the i was the first one to put that together and i know that like beyond and pwg and that's something that went around so it's 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 just being able to yeah to jump on something that I know is going to be right. And then I, it's awesome when it becomes something that other people will promote or other people do the same match. So yeah. You don't go on the internet and be like, I was first after somebody does. No, that. just right now. But... Just right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, you know, and it, it, it's funny too, because, uh, but I think, uh, you know, some of that actually does come back to as much as, you know, we complain about it here in Canada. Um, you know, some of our best wrestlers, you know, not necessarily being able to leave the country yep. gives the promotions up here the ability to really run some of these matches first sure. because exactly. we just know, like we we just we have that easy access to the Canadians already that they don't in America. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's that, you know, it's just a matter of eating that flight cost, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's what's awesome is when it, there's a, a like an American response like to a Canadian local town, like, like right. Reg being excited about junior. That means a lot. And like, mm-hmm. when I first saw him on the BWI, I was like, yes, that's mm-hmm. fucking awesome, man. Like that's, I just, I want to see junior succeed. So it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's cool that those matches that you speak of with, with using, can, I don't want to say local, but using Canadian talent uh, resonate with an international audience. Yeah, I, I I say local, but I really just do mean Canadian. Sure, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. it's total. Yeah, it's yeah. that it's that like uh, it's that we only have one baseball and basketball team mentality where it's like, 
it's our local sports team. It represents the whole fucking country. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> like there's a whole bunch of quote unquote locals in, in on the West Coast right now who are in BC who are just amazing who I'd love to get out this way. Yeah. But again, flights are just <laughs> killer, especially yeah. within Canada. But it's like I, I I was happy to have like I've only had uh, Daniel McCabe up here one time so far. But he's someone I like to get back out this way. I'd love to get um, Nicole out this way. I'd, uh, like um, Armin Spencer, I'd love to get out this way. Uh, I've been able to have like uh, Evan Rivers, who's phenomenal. Travis Williams, um, Judas Icarus. Yeah. Uh, like it's just there's there's a great crop. It's awesome to see. It's because for so long it was in Canada there were these bubbles. And you, no one really knew what other people were doing. And if for, for the last fourteen years, if you were on the uh, in California, I or not California in BC, it wouldn't be something that I'd be like, "Let's get you out here." But mm-hmm. it's, I know there's some discount airlines that are making it somewhat possible, and people being able to work work out things to make it doable. Um, and uh, yeah, just that Lionsgate Dojo in, in British Columbia has just been putting out incredible talents. And it's it's it, it reminds me a lot of the keep what Uno and Stewart are doing here. Um, there's these crops of talent who are coming up really fast and and just doing good and getting themselves out there. And that's the other thing I think that for decades people weren't doing. And that's getting out of their local bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shout out, yeah. Shout out to the keep too. Like Uno and Stu and everyone else helping train there have done a phenomenal job. Um, it's something that the city lacked for many years. Um, for early on when I started C4, I remember like, oh, we should start a school. In hindsight, I'm glad we didn't, um, just because I never want to become like a student fed. Uh, but having very close friends running a, the best, one of the best schools in, in, in the country uh, has, has, is, is paying dividends. And it's, it's, um, it's really good to have. And it's also, it's awesome to have, a group of students who are willing to help out um, and ones who I don't mind using because that's the other thing is there can be a school with students who come out to help, but they're not good. (laughs) That's the problem. And, and that for many years, that was a situation with the, the, the local crops coming up here is they were nice kids, but they weren't learning the right way. They weren't getting out there. They were just never getting any better. And meanwhile, like, Uno, thankfully, with the keep, thankfully, he's running shows as well now. Um, so he's running shows as well. And then it's just good networking. And these kids are getting out there and, and learning the right way and and working hard. Yeah. And, you know, just great examples of that being, uh, you know, Fresh Air, like Junior Benito yep. and mm-hmm. Hot Stepper, you know, two of, you know, you could definitely call them the, you know, premier students that have come out of the keep really uh at uh london lightning as well like he and it's you know the c4 the c4 underground four-way match like that was you know jody threat unfortunately uh, couldn't make it out and had to pull out of that london lightning steps up into that four-way and like what an opportunity for him to like showcase his abilities and he made the most of it in with three like very veteran, yeah. very veteran, you know, obviously his teacher's one of them too, Stu. Yeah. Is in the match. So amazing. He hit like he 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 had a spine buster in that match that would make powerhouse Hobbs jealous. Like yeah. it was I thought he killed Von Vertigo. <laughs> yeah, London, as far so London's a good kid. He's he's an athlete. I know he trained out west for a bit. I want to say in Storms. No, that wouldn't make any sense. But he trained out west for a bit. Yeah. And then he's come here to learn more, which is awesome. And wish more people do instead of just I've mm-hmm. trained, I've learned how to wrestle, I'm wrestling. I don't need to learn anymore. And London is he's uh he's got a good humble athlete attitude. And mm-hmm. who knows like after like two or three matches, it was like he's really good. Mm. And then I, I saw for myself and he's also someone he liked in the summer. He was out cause he like broke his ankle or something. It was like popped back within like six weeks. Again, mm. that young athlete is yeah. like yeah. <laughs> it's... to have young genes, mm. <laughs> but right. uh, he's, he's good. And then there's other, there's a bunch of other kids who are, who are like Hattie's another yeah, yeah. Uh, younger student who just who just gets it, and there's a whole bunch of other other kids who are 
I, like I don't know. I, I I can't exactly book all of them, but if opportunities yeah. come along, I'll try and see what I can give them to help better them on their on their journey. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Dexter Doom, another one that. Yeah. Uh, Dexter's yeah. awesome. He's a great I, dude. One of the one of the one of my one of my favorite people I was talking to. I uh, I just it, great. You know, another hardcore kid. So <laughs> you know, uh, that was awesome. Uh. And even uh, on Ring Crew, like I met uh, Alex, uh, who's training at the Keep, and yep. he's yeah, just everyone that mm-hmm. everyone that I've interacted from there. Like it's you know, I, I you know, it comes back to that like good people mentality, but like yeah. good people just to be around anyway. Uh, yeah, London though, you were like you were saying, kind of f- freaked me out. I, I talked, I got to talk to him for a bit, and he kind of gave me like his backstory and the fact that he's like 14 months or 16 yeah. months deep on training he did like four months Crazy. out west yeah he was supposed to be like at storms and it like fell through so he What's trained okay. somewhere so he trained somewhere else and then he's been a year at the keep after that and just like he looks like he's born for this yeah. like insane yeah. insane <laughs> to be but, young like i said he's <laughs> oh, he's just wild just yeah wild but yeah, no, the the yeah, card for Walking the Edge, crazy, uh, an amazing show. Um, met so many great people out there. Someone that I did also get the chance to speak with that I I, I haven't mentioned yet because I kind of wanted to save him uh, for his own thing was Stephen. Uh, yeah. I I finally got to meet Stephen, uh, who, what a great guy. Um, <laughs> definitely runs a tight ship and can get the troops in line, but then like. <laughs> Then, uh, like speaking to him one on one, it's just like he's got a heart of gold. And uh, yeah. you know what, what? What's it been like running C four with Stephen? Stephen is is a great friend. He's someone who, like, rewinds. So I started C four in two thousand seven, mm-hmm. uh, late two thousand ten. I was like, I just can't keep doing this on my own. Uh, I think I'm gonna wrap things up. I just can't. I can't take all the burden of everything. And uh, it was me and my wife. Was she was like you? you she was like you just can't. And mm-hmm. I agreed with it. Um, and I so rewind. But several months prior to that, I had met Stephen, and Stephen had came to me because he was had been a wrestling fan. He had just I don't know if he retired or whatever. And he's also someone who doesn't really like being out there that he's involved. So, but I'll talk about him for not for a few mm-hmm. minutes here. Um, so he came to me and was like, I, I want to put on a wrestling show. And I said, okay. And he said, I, I approached these other locals who are no longer doing things, but they quoted me like this crazy high price and told me I had to train with them and do all this, like basically running him away from it. Yeah. And I said, look, if you really want to finance a show, we can talk. Um, you will probably lose money, but this is the budget we are we will work with. And this was... I want to say, looking back, this would have been only the best three. It was our third anniversary show, I want to say. Um, and we worked together on it, and he was, we did the show, and people knew, like, I introduced him around, like, and uh, and I think he told me, like, later on, he's like, you were right within, like, $50 of how much money I, w- I made on that show. Mm. And, and, like, just the honesty, my honesty with him, instead of just being like, oh, here's a money mark, I'm gonna take from for all he's worth. It's like, no, he's this guy's a friend, and I I, I don't want him getting ripped off, and I don't want to I don't want because like, th- that's what the other people saw. They were short sighted and saw dollar signs, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's got a whole bunch, but he just really wanted to put on this one show. And so then, when I when fast forward to six months later, whatever it was, where I'm like, I gotta wrap things up. He's like, don't let me come on board and help you with the the, the, the certain aspects of it, and uh, that was. 13 years ago, uh, 12 years ago. And um, yeah, he's been my, like, I guess there's kind of like a front of house, back of house, uh, what we do. Um, He, for a long time, he's been the one on the floor running ring crew, making sure things are running smoothly out there while I'm running around everywhere else (laughs) and and handling the booking and handling the, like handling all sorts of stuff. Um, Although he's had to like, he, had again i don't want to talk too much but he he just he the show that last friday he was like a week out from having uh a major cancer surgery he just had but he was declared cancer free the day before Wow! (laughs) so um 
having a small crowd really was put in perspective. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. hey, you're cancer free. What does it matter if we didn't do as great as we hoped we would? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was it was nice. But no, Steven's been an awesome partner. He's been a partner like through all the fighting backs. Um, he's someone who was there when I remember when I first came like wanted to run the fighting back shows and and he he was there helping me out with that and yeah he's just been an awesome partner uh he's 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 got a different presence and vibe than i i have for sure um yin, yin, yin and yang very yeah much. sure <laughs> he's 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 an ex-military guy um Oh god, and, that, uh, that does explain the tight shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but no, Steven's a great dude. He's one of my closest friends, and and uh, I never would have met him had it not been for C four. And and uh, yeah, it's I know. Uh, I don't want I don't want to paint a picture of him like being this old guy, but I mean, I think C four also being around everybody every month. He loves wrestling, and he he loves the community aspect of it too. And I think, um, I think he could deal with a little less uh, people trying to chum up to him to get booked <laughs> and more just directed towards me. Um, but we, we work really well together and we've worked really well together for 13 years now. And uh, yeah, he's, he, like I, like I said to you, when you, when you, when you showed up, Mike, I said, look, look for the guy. He looks like a cross between Bell's father and Beauty and the Beast <laughs> and Super Mario. And that's Steven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't even have to find him. He found me when he, <laughs> okay. I, I, I was like standing right by the door when he got there. He walked up, he, he said hi to Matt. And then he was like, you must be Mike. Thanks for the poster. I love it. Like he was okay. just, the night, like right, right off the bat. I was yeah. just like, all right, you're yeah. He's but, a good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very uh, reminds me actually of, uh, of an uncle of mine. So I was like, mm. yeah, I, I, I think, I think, I'll, I think we'll get along. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other reason I did want to bring up Steven as well too, uh, you know, besides him just being so awesome is uh, during the show, he announced uh, the, uh, First four participants for the Terry Ann Gibson Memorial Tag Tournament, which we did actually cover on Indeed last year um, when MSP won that. Uh, and, you know, the Terry Ann Gibson Memorial Tag Tournament is in honor of uh, Stephen's wife. And this year, the first four teams announced, uh, obviously, C4 Tag Team Champions, uh, currently Triple Dragon, Puff and Pretty Ricky, mm -hmm. uh, Books and Looks, Philly Marino experience uh, and uh, making the return to C4 is violence is forever. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think TDT might've kind of declared themselves for it. Uh, so I don't know. If, I, I don't, I don't know if they've, uh, you know, if Twiggy discussed that with you, I'm assuming that's all he does is like, that was, that, that, I, that was me to, uh, that was me to Twiggy uh, during mm -hmm. their match was like, what do you do anyway? Mm -hmm. <laughs> He, he but, stirs uh, shit up in a very yeah. entertaining way. Absolutely, that oh that 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 trio's just chaos. I've I was like, someone's in the back of the room there. <laughs> someone's, someone's over by the entrance here. They TT and Twiggy and Toe gave me lots of anxiety. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Known them all for many years, but every time they're out there, I get tremendous anxiety. Yeah. That was the first time I've ever seen an ear of corn used as a weapon. In a, mm. in a I did not. Match. I did not see that. I don't know where an ear of corn came from, but that's yeah. thanks for informing me of this. No, <laughs> no, I I have no idea where the ear of corn came from either. <laughs> but Puff was coming down the entranceway like halfway through the match, just swinging an ear of corn at TDT, and mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't no question know. it. That's good. Whoever brought corn, um, Puff probably brought the corn with them. I'm sure. Sure. I, I, was, I was like, what are the vegetables doing here? Is Brother Earth back there? Like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, with the, uh, you know, uh, so something I did notice when Steven was uh, introducing the teams for the the, uh, the tag tournament, though, is uh, the pop for violence is forever. Yeah. Um, and it's something I've noticed at C4. Uh, you know, it's obviously been a place to showcase some of Canada's best and brightest, but it's also become a place where a lot of international wrestlers can build have built like a dedicated fan base mm -hmm. uh you know puff pretty ricky uh you know are, are very current and uh or sorry, puff i should say uh, yeah you know being from buffalo uh you know myung jay lee 
um, a lot of the Buffalo Boys, but then also Violence is Forever. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of, you know, going back to the building a good community and whether, you know, that was an active goal or not was, is, is like becoming a home for so many non-Canadians. Uh, was that an active goal or is that also just another like happy byproduct of, you know, just the, you know, bringing uh, people out and having these great shows with them? I think it's a byproduct. Um I remember for many years it was I'm I'm like I can't put any belts on Americans I can't mm-hmm. uh, just because I'm worried about the border I don't know although it's funny like ironically like the the first American champion was Garcia and then Blackwood was the underground champion and like two months later the border shut down for because yeah. <laughs> of COVID mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like oh that teaches me but mm-hmm. yeah for a long time I was like we gotta keep it like base Canadian and just have the American guests but then it's like okay we can do. Car out of Ohio, coos out of Chicago, but and then have have um, Buffalo guys coming up and have like a regular, a regular a, a crew of international regulars in addition to having special guests. Um, it's something I did sort of early on. Like I remember, for the, like the first season, I remember having like Hallowick and Larry Sweeney on multiple shows and having them coming up. Um, regularly um but yeah i think i think now it's a byproduct of the the stability and i don't want to say success but stability of c4 that we have and we're an established promotion and a reputable one and it's something that that someone like a kevin blackwood will take my dates for many years uh, for like a year or 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 dom and kev will be like look i uh, like other than these aiw dates were there and now someone like bishop uh and and bronner and and these guys we were able to create like an international destination for them where they're willing to hop in a car for 10 or 12 hours to, uh, to make the c4 shows because they like they, they like being a part of it and it's because we've had 16 years of building our reputation and having an audience and it meaning something to be here and that that's really cool from my perspective that uh people are willing to do that and it's it's it yeah it's it was never it was never i think yeah i think it's totally a byproduct of what c4 has managed to become absolutely um you know and then you know kind of adding to that uh we've interviewed a ton of people who have worked at C4, but then we've also interviewed mm-hmm. a whole ton of people who haven't worked at C4, and it comes up often as like the you know, place, the pl- like it's when you know when we talk to people who like haven't been to Canada yet, they're like, I gotta go to C4. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's you know like a destination place for wrestlers to want to go when they come to Canada. Um, what's like what's that like every t- you know is that, is that weird every time you hear it or are you kind of like. Yay. I mean, of course I'm like, yay, but it's also it's definitely weird, but it's also it's it's it it it, it makes me realize how like I just turned four forty this past summer. I don't think I'm that old, but I like I hit forty, but it puts in perspective uh what a twenty one year old is to a forty year old. Yeah. And the fact that what what they are to C4's age being sixteen, and that is that ten years ago when they started looking at indies or five or six years ago when they started watching indies c4 had a presence and c4 is something that they followed which Mm -hmm. blows my mind anytime i hear it because i'm like we're not in this institution but apparently we are (laughs) it's 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 really really neat and it's just like yeah it's c4 has been around for 16 of of juniors 22 years right it's crazy Titus is 22 years 23 years And it's um, yeah. I think as new generations of talent come up, the, it, what they see C four being is different than what talent 10, 15 years ago saw it as. And to a degree, I think I don't want to say we were taken for granted by a lot of people because I, I, I in in the sense that. Oh, it's a local booking, or oh, it's a it's a booking within driving distance. I'll take it. But now it's a generation that was like, well, this is a destination that I want to hit, even if it's only one time on my on my journey. And it's it's a very it's 
a very different mindset. That's one I'm still getting used to of ex- encountering that, mm-hmm. but it's awesome. <laughs> it's it's awesome when I encounter that. No okay. more Canadian PWG. We're gonna <laughs> uh, get that out of here for good. C4 has surpassed that, and PWG <laughs> isn't even PWG anymore. And all indies be booking dream matches and great matches and stuff anymore. So we're gonna get rid of that and just say C4 is C4, the premier. Canadian independent wrestling promotion. Thank you. I don't want to throw any shade at PWG. I still b- no. believe it's needed. I I'm still PWG believe it's- I love it forever. Yeah, Never yeah. PWG is going to survive yeah, yeah. forever. It, it is yeah. the, the mark. Um, but. but yeah, I'm, it, it, I, it, it, it's not Canadian PWG anyway. I can watch C4. Sh- <laughs> Hey, come on, relax. Hey, I, I, I don't, I don't stream live. I understand that. You just have to wait a year and three yeah. days. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah that, look, turnaround time in Canada is way quicker. Yeah, <laughs> like we're just more efficient at everything. Totally, totally. understand. Yeah, we have, we, it's, it's, we haven't. It's, it's our public wrestling. That's why we haven't privatized yes. that yet. <laughs> Correct. 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 Oh my god. All right, so like we talk, uh, so again, you know, from my experience, I I had just the most amazing time, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from everyone I encountered there, uh, you know, even just like the little things, like almost immediately, you know, pretty soon right after the show, like you went out of your way to find me and like you know see how you know see how I uh, enjoyed mm-hmm. my first time there, and you know not just for not just for wrestlers but for fans as well. It is a destination like this was a bucket, you know, getting to getting out to C4 was like a bucket list. I've got to do this at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, my vacation time for next year is going to be very much spread out over the <laughs> over the calendar on, you know, some trips out to Ottawa. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'll send you the dates in advance. So you can yes. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I already said it, but like I'll I'll put it on. I'll put it on record right here. I am going to come to fighting back next year for sure. Yes. I, ha- I, I have to see that show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you know, we could gush about, we could gush about C4 all day, but, uh, instead let's wrap things up. Cause we, I, we, you know, we want to have you back here, you know, maybe <laughs> in a few months, more. maybe mm-hmm. in a few months, maybe in, yep. a, you know, maybe in another year, definitely mm-hmm. need our, uh, de- sure. definitely need our regular, uh, regular, uh, recap with Mark. Yes. Um, you know, 16th year starting this year. So congratulations on that. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Uh, started off with a bang. And it looks like it's continuing on. Terry and Gibson Memorial Tag Tournament looks crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. The field's already stacking up. The uh, uh, Mad Monster Party is coming up in October. The poster for that, I've noticed Lufisto, Uno, Isaiah Broner, Gringo Loco is coming back yep. by the looks mm-hmm. of it. Uh, TDT and Twiggy are on that, whatever. And uh, <laughs> Violence and Violences Forever is on that poster as well. As so... That's going to be an exciting show, uh, you know. Um, also, wondering if we might see this at some point, but I did notice uh, Kevin Blackwood had a, uh, had, you know, had somebody interrupt him uh, post match yeah. after walking the edge. Uh, Junior's music hit, mm-hmm. and that building came unglued. Like, yeah. I, you could bottle that and put Red Bull out of business, Mark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. So there's amazing things coming up in C4. Where can everyone find it? Where can everyone watch it? Where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Just IWTV, uh, C4 on there. Um, and watch all our shows on, on IWTV, Twitter, C4 Wrestling, um, Facebook, all of it, all the social medias. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We're on most of them anyways. Uh, but yeah, C4 Wrestling, Capital City Championship Combat. Uh, we still have our website, C4Wrestling.com. And uh, yeah, just but yeah, seek us out on IWTV and spread the word when you're watching us. Just tell your friends to check us out, and and if you can, if you're lucky enough to be able to check our shows out in person, uh, please do. <laughs> like yeah, seriously, do do it. Like, Watch do it. it. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you so much again for your time, Mark. Uh, it was amazing having you here. Uh, you know, uh, and thank you guys. I'm just. Can't say enough great things about C4 and, you know, my experience over the weekend. Uh, so I know. Thank I, you very much. <laughs> I will, uh, yeah, I'm a shut up now. Reg, where can everyone find you? Oh, good. 
Uh, you can find me every Saturday on the Grab City podcast with Philip Lindsay. Uh, I'm on every Wednesday with Mike. On Wednesdays, I'm on the post show with Denise, the AEW Dynamite post show. Thursdays, I'm on the Ring of Honor post show. And Ask Rhapsody is every other Thursday. You can find me everywhere. I'm always talking. Don't talk on Twitter as much as often because that place sucks. Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, me, Twitter's right there. Every Wednesday, here talking with Reg, independent wrestling here on Indeed. Sunday's brunch gimmick over on Love Wrestling. Uh, you know, another great show. Mostly bullshitting. Back mm-hmm. a little bit of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mostly bullshitting. Yeah. Uh, Guests coming up on Indeed next week, uh, the 27th of September, uh, the standard Matthew Grant, one yes. of my hometown guys from here in Hamilton, Ontario, the Crossbody Pro Wrestling Internet Champion, will be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the week after that, October 4th, uh, Alyssa Marino is going to be joining us. And uh, October 11th, the week after that, Alex Storm, uh, ring announcer for Warrior Wrestling, is going yes. to be joining us. Uh, mm-hmm. Reg met up with him in Chicago and... Yep. One thing led to another, and they've got a wild show coming up at the beginning of October too. So we'll be talking. We'll be talking all about that. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you again to Mark for spending some time with us. Support your local independent wrestling franchise promotion. Buy some shirts. Buy some merch. Support your favorite wrestlers. We'll see you next Wednesday. Love y'all. Bye.